0: For those for which the music is a lifetime, not a pastime,
1: this is this agenda, 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 agenda. Yeah. Yeah.
2: To the solid grooves on
0: base agenda hi welcome to base agenda this week we're in techno mode no messing about no easing in gently just straight for the jugular and staying there trust the machine UK techno producer is dominating the show this first track is his called screaming and if you listen to the words, I explain exactly what's gonna happen over the next couple of hours.
2: People gotta get right into this. They need to get their heads. Dirty, raw and nasty, solid breathe into you, solid. Yeah, there's no messing around with my music. I don't take prisoners. (laughs) I think if I sat down and thought I want to produce a more mellow or something more ambient or something with a little more melody, I struggle. It just comes out tough and dark. (laughs) So why, why fight it? Try not to overcomplicate. I don't want to put too many parts into a track. I want the bare bones to give you enough to be on the dance floor, you know, shouting, screaming, jumping, whatever it is. I want a reaction from people, but I guess I'm trying to keep the sound quite raw, keep it sounding quite gritty, quite raw, and I think I've achieved that in most of my tunes.
0: Of the show this week, I'm delighted to say we've got a form shift from the Netherlands. Got a good 10 years behind him in making music, but this is a new project and new direction for him. So you can expect a lot of dark, decent electro, techno, and EBM flavors. He's worked recently with Derek De Davo from the uh, Neon Judgment, Neon Electronics. Definitely a man to watch.
2: Ozyman Diaz, I'll tell you about the name. Um, I was a big fan of Breaking Bad and one of the episodes was uh, really intense. Um, somebody important dies in the story and I thought I've made this really intense tune so I'm gonna, I'm gonna name it after that because I think sometimes it's nice to reference something people maybe all don't understand, but so yeah, called it Ozyman Diaz, but I was invited to play at Trezor um, and I played it during soundcheck. Amira. Patrick DSP, uh, Shane Milhouse as well. Um, and we were all stood there sound checking and we stood in the center of the floor and I put that track on and they were all nodding. And when it came to the breakdown and I build the bass, just keep pushing it and pushing it and pushing it. And uh, it's all going a bit crazy, but, and then you get that moment silence and then the riff and then straight in with a kick. And, and they were all just grinning, smiling, I was very happy to see them all react the way they did to it. So yeah, Ozyman Diaz is a track I'm proud of and, and it's quite bass driven. It, 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 I don't know if it sounds like, it's not an overly complex track. There's not a lot of parts to it. I wanted to make something which really took you as a, as a listener onto this kind of journey. and it's I wanted to build tension and then drop it, bring in some weirdness and then slam you straight back into it.
0: And you're listening to the number one underground bass agenda.
2: was yeah I was aiming for dark and and I got dark (laughs) definitely I put together the bass line I put together it's got that kind of stabby synth which in my head I think I was working towards that sort of synth sound from Red 2 doesn't sound anything like it but I think that was where I was going and I guess yeah put on the, the the hats I felt it was very it had a, those hats had a roughness to it and, and I, I liked the general sound that I was getting but it needed something more slightly scary um, and I think it was I went through some patches on machine and found a sound which just sounded kind of alien monster <laughs> type of uh, noise and so I put that on uh, added a few effects to it but that one didn't take long it's amazing like the time it takes to make tunes some days they literally fly out and I think furnace probably was a five or six hour session one evening and I nailed the bones of it pretty much Had the arrangement done and then went away come back again because nothing's ever finished the first time uh, came back and listened to it again and said holy shit yeah that's what I was aiming for and I think at that point then I said, but it needs more scary. And, and that's where I found the scary monster sound. And that topped it off. So yeah, that, that one came out the studio probably in about 10 hours of work, which is not normal, really. the reason I chose Clang was, to me, it was what I wanted. It was big, big room, it was banging, it had this sort of driving sound to it, and I wanted to get it out there, and I wasn't being released on anyone else's labels an awful lot of the time. I thought, well, fine, put it out there as a free download. This guy, uh, Andy, from Toronto, from Teenage Riot Records, he got in touch. Clang is a fantastic track. I can see you've got it out on free download but I think it deserves more so Teenage Riot would love to put it out um, would you want to do that, can you take it off free download I was like absolutely yeah let's, let's do it um, and then he mentioned he wanted to get remixes done uh, and straight away he mentions um, Black Asteroid and uh, the Law Sisters LAW uh, so immediately I was like yes this sounds great yeah, so to get Black Asteroid Remix on it was really good. Got me loads more exposure. But um, what what really was a proud moment with Klang was seeing a video that Black Asteroid had taken from a CLR party. And it literally, he posted it on Vimeo, sent me a link to say, uh, watch this. And the title was, this is Trust the Machine Klang. And there must have been 10,000 people in front of him all having it to my tune and Brian looked like he was enjoying it as well so you can see your track bringing happiness or certainly excitement to so many thousands of people that blew my mind but yeah so Clang I'm proud of that one Um yeah Angel Alanis was running a, a tube remix competition you, normally you have all the stems but Angel was literally like this is a rip of the original it's the full track of WAV and that's all I've got no parts so good luck
0: Reminder, the show plus track list will be available on SoundCloud and iTunes at some point over the weekend. A couple more tracks to go and then we're going to get into the tracks that inspired Trust The Machine Start Making Techno.
2: a challenge. So I chopped it all up. I chopped it into little pieces, got little loops of the parts that I liked the most, obviously the bassline. There was so much EQing and filtering to be done to get the parts to where I thought I could use them to build and arrange my own edit, remix of it. Um, I added in my own kick, I added in my own hats, I added in a little synth part. Um, Part of it I want, there's that beautiful breakdown where it just Goes into a sort of fantastical synth. I guess whilst I was doing the remix, I was thinking of the planetary assault systems remix of the Advent's Bad Boy, which kind of chugs and chugs and chugs and chugs until at one point it sort of it shows you the original it shows you the, the the riff from the original bad boy it's quite mellow it's quite paddy and i just thought i want to open that up and then shut it right down <laughs> and bang straight into Proud moment from that track was not only was I remixing a track I'd loved from way back when it was Angel Alanis who was somebody that I you know respect as an artist um, I was at ADE and at Dave Clark's party uh, on the Friday night I guess in, in the, the winter of 2012 and he played it those are the moments that you live for when the guy that you've respected for so many years who you've always enjoyed listening to their dj sets their live performances whatever and then you witness him playing your own track which is a remix of somebody yeah it all all the planets aligned that was a happy moment (laughs) yeah i was yelling i was yelling at that
0: RKS, and you're listening to Base Agenda with our host Andy B.
2: the tune that, for me, was the beginning of uh, anybody besides me being interested in listening to my music. I found SoundCloud, I'd never heard of it, just working online, and I stumbled across SoundCloud and went, wow, free place to put my music, people might listen to it, excellent. So, I think I uploaded about 10 tracks, and then, within a week, maybe two weeks, I had an email from this guy, Rolf Mulder didn't know him uh, and he was like oh yeah I uh, I heard your track Inside um, played on the White Noise show I was like hang on what is he serious like Dave Clark White Noise I didn't even and, and the funny thing was I was listening to the, the the show pretty much every week but that week I just happened not to be have listened to it or whatever and then I looked on SoundCloud and saw Dave Clark had commented on Inside and I was like that comment I think he said a good solid mixer or something like that but I guess that brought me attention on SoundCloud and therefore Rolf got in touch and said I like your track I really want to start a label I would like to start my label with your music that was the first release on TPS and that got me noticed inside which is why I chose it for for this for Bass Agenda.
0: techno classic from dave clark I'd like to dedicate this to uh, everybody at fabric the tracks called wisdom to the wise this is dave clark and you're listening to bass agenda
2: guess it's a pretty obvious choice but it's a classic dave clark read Two, wisdom to the wise undeniable and it holds up so well to this day and i'm sure anybody who, who's into techno knows this track but i remember first hearing it i must have been in the q club i think it was dave clark playing it and this would have been way way back um, but the bass in that synth and then it evolves, but it's just such a, uh, what's the word, I mean, the loop, that synth just takes you in, it draws you in, it's hypnotic, Um, but the kick is so tight on that track, you know, that's, whenever I make a kick, I want to create that kick, not every time, but that kick is the kick that, for me, grabs me, Um, there's no messing around, it's, you know there are not many parts to it, but it's just so well done. And again, the rides when that track has every part of it playing, the, the rides, the synth, it just sounds amazing. And yeah, undeniable classic. And Dave Clark is an inspiration to me. I think most of what he produced, certainly that Archive One album, was incredible, and the Red series was fantastic. So. Yeah, I think I needed to give credit to Dave Clark and choose that track. me during college, so yeah, I guess I was 17, and when I first heard it, it hooked me immediately, the conga groove, so it's such a live sound, but such a funky groove going on there, um, which obviously is quickly backed up with a nice chunky kick, like that kind of almost disco double clap. But yeah, then the baseline gets you and that baseline just rolls along so nicely. Um, so that, you know, the funk inspired me in that. And then, and then obviously it breaks down. You know, it's got that breakdown where, yeah, it gets a bit kind of a different mood and then the acid comes in there and then it just comes back in with that clap back into the groove, it is solid. So yeah, that introduced me to the acid sound and the sound of hard floor. Uh, so that track will always stay with me. Definitely, whenever I hear it, I just it takes me back to the the early times for me. Seed from the album uh, New Beginnings which I guess was probably the first vinyl album that I actually bought. It was of that time for me. It had it was edgy, it was tense. And and Cisco and Colin at the time, Colin McBean I guess Cisco Ferreira, they produced the such snappy hi-hats. They were really yeah tight and I loved that sound. Again there was funk to it. Great clap on that track. And the whole tune has this funky element, but it's also got that edginess. Um, and you know, it's got a cool vocal hook in there, but it also has the rides. And I think that was the beginning of, when I produced a track for me, the icing on the cake is the rides. And the Advent, they, they knew how to do that, but a great track. I, anything off that album I could have chosen, but that one specifically I think has all the elements. that drew me into the advent in the early days.
0: our way through Trust The Machine's influences. After Dave Clark we had uh, Mahogany Roots by Hard Floor. This track we're sitting on top of right now is House Seed by The Advent. Coming up after this track I'm gonna lift the lid on something very special for you. Base Agenda Recordings is starting a new series called the T-Series. The T is for techno and it's kicking off with the Subdermic. Any second now you're gonna hear Scaring the Horses. The Acid House mix. genuinely believe that this track alone going to make this release a future classic
1: keep the underground on your agenda at facebook.com slash
3: base agenda what's up is the Subdermic and you are listening to Base Agenda Radio. Keep it locked!
0: earlier this is uh, the Subdermic Scaring the Horses Acid House mix coming out soon on base agenda recordings uh, on the 30th of September in fact via Bandcamp and uh, other digital stores around the world uh, soon after. While we're listening to tracks by other artists I'm going to play a couple that were chosen by Trust the Machine.
2: sunday it chugs it just chugs along it's just so chunky and one thing that attracts me to a lot of tracks and something that i do frequently in my own productions he has the clap on every beat you know on all four um but it's got that kind of guitar like riff which is a great hook and it it really brings you in but then it kind of gets a bit fucked up and stuttery and things what really captured me in that is that that vocal hook um which just gets in your head. So that combined with the the guitar riff and just such that chunkiness. Again, I'm sure it's got great rides. I'm a sucker for great rides. That's a quality track.
0: website or his YouTube channel, you'll have seen him playing live at Trezor. This is one of the tracks that he played there. Absolute killer track. Surprised Trezor is still standing after this one.
2: I did a remix for 88 UW and Dave Clark was playing it on the radio show he was playing it live it got a lot of plays Um, so then I got this messenger message saying hey Andy how you doing would you like to play at Trezor I didn't need to think very long (laughs) so 88 UW and Krenzlin were, were running the night and he invited me to come over and it was an opportunity I simply couldn't miss but yeah I guess I could have chosen the DJ route and I could have just played whoever's music but I thought well I've been spending all of my time producing my own tracks and I dug through what I had and realised I can easily cover two and a half hours with the tracks I've produced so I set about putting together a kind of DJ set with effects um, of my own stuff Um, so yeah I couldn't believe when I got there you know this place is just yeah dark underground exactly where my music belongs and it feels enclosed and there is an eeriness and it's a beautiful place you know and the sound system is a great system it is very heavy um and in the you're in the booth you're behind um bars (laughs) you're behind iron bars it was a great live experience it was amazing to be playing directly to people um and getting that immediate feedback from them and they were laughing it up, so yeah, I recorded the set, like you said, I've got a few videos of it on the website, so you can see me, and I, I think I enjoyed it just as much as everybody else did, so... Stowaway. Such a dirty, gritty track, like mechanical. It has, you know, it's solid, it's, it's hard, it's dark, all the things that always impress me, always what I'm trying to achieve is this kind of sound, but it's got that industrial kind of clangy element to it, but yeah, it has that dirty, deep, dark kind of baseline which builds into the beautiful acid line um, but yeah it's it's got that roughness around the edges and I really like that it's, it's banging stuff out on my own, on Bandcamp, where anybody can go and find my tracks. And yeah, I've had some some good good feedback on the tracks I've put out so far. I think I've got three releases out there, two tracks on each release. Yeah, so I will continue to do that regularly, every couple of months. And obviously, if anybody's interested in putting my stuff out on their labels, then I'm always keen for offers. And I'd love to do more remixing. Hopefully um, 2017, I'll find myself some more gigs yeah but I keep going because for the love of the music if I didn't make techno I don't quite know what I would do
0: the Machine for taking part in Bass Agenda, for making some seriously good techno. Definitely a man to watch. Be sure to support his music any second now. We're going to slip into that mix from Form Shift. He's going to keep the energy up for the rest of the show. Hold tight.
1: the grow you're a student, 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 you' The top of
0: From the neon judgment and neon electronics, you're listening to Base Agenda.
1: We are dancing in the street, boy.
3: We are turning out of need, boy
1: We are dancing in the street, boy We are turning out of need, boy We are losing
0: Piece of work that one goes to show genres don't matter so long as it all fits together and makes you dance. In two weeks' time, we've got the return of Plant 43 to Base Agenda. It's been nearly hundred episodes since he was last on. No interview that time, but there will be this time. Plus, in part two of that show, we've got Central Processing Unit Records doing a showcase mix for us. This show will be up for download over the weekend at some point from Base Agenda soundcloud soundcloud.com slash base agenda also via the itunes feed as well have yourselves a great weekend cheers